At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Hope y'all had a great Father's Day weekend. Um, I, I just real quickly off the top want to give a shout out to my dad, Rich Bonantoni. I didn't get to last week um, before we went into the weekend, but anybody who has listened to the show during the NFL regular season, you know he's a wild man, but in the best possible way. So grateful for him raising me the way that he did. And um, I certainly wouldn't be working in sports, let alone sports betting, if not for him instilling a love of athletics and sports in me. And of course, you know how like those dogs nowadays, you see them put the little treat on each team going into every Sunday and you see if the dog's picking winners. Well, I was basically the dog as a child and my dad would pick one NFL team player card and another and I would pick and he would put parlays together for me as just a small infant child. So uh, very grateful um, for him and just how wonderful of a human being he is. So happy Father's Day, dad belated. Love you lots. Um, let's get into today's show. We've got a great one on tap for you. Lots of hockey talk as expected as the Stanley Cup final rolls on. Jonathan Davis of NHL Network Sirius XM Radio has been broadcasting post-game his show Ice Cap from right down there at the Sportsbook at Circa the last couple of games. So he will be in studio with us at the end of the hour to break down all things Game 3. Jimmy and Vinny over at the South Point breaking things down as they always do on a Monday. Excited to have those Hall of Fame bookmakers with us. And uh, Freddie Coleman of Freddie and Fitzsimmons ESPN Radio this time of year with the NBA Finals now in the rear view. Hockey coming to an end. Major League Baseball is really the talk of the town. But fortunately, we have the NFL as a year-round sport. And we're going to take... A dive into some different betting angles, including looking at second year quarterbacks coming into their sophomore seasons, which ones are looking to elevate their teams moving forward. So excited for a great hour, but you know, we got to get the show started like we always do with our top five news and notes, odds and updates that impact us as betters. And we will start with a Father's Day major title in the books yesterday for Matt Fitzpatrick, who comes through as a 30 to one pre-tournament odds winner, his first career major title, the 27 year old finishing six under after a final round 68 yesterday at the U.S. Open to edge out world number one Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris by a single shot. It was a roller coaster battle with the American duo at the Country Club in Brookline, where, by the way, Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Amateur back in 2013. Another close but no cigar finish for our guy Willie Z, who now has three second place finishes and six top tens in his last nine major starts, but has yet to take home the hardware. Hideki Matsuyama carded a blistering event 
BetFest 65 to finish fourth at three under. Colin Morikawa and Rory McIlroy cashing top five tickets, one stroke behind him. Next up on the major calendar, the Open Championship from St. Andrews. Rory McIlroy, your favorite there at nine to one, followed by John Rahm at ten to one. Fitzpatrick available twenty to one. McIlroy is also the favorite to win this week's Travelers Championship beginning on Thursday. Number two in today's top five, the Avs took a two games to none series lead against the Lightning in the Stanley Cup final with a seven. Nothing. Yes, 7 nothing win on Saturday. The seven goals allowed tied the most for Andre Vasilevsky in his career in a single game. Val Nichushkin had a pair, as did Kale McCarr, one on the power play, one shorthanded after going without a shot on goal. Kale McCarr did in game one. Darcy Kemper pitching the shutout, but not really tested. 16 lightning shots on net, so continue to cash his save prop under. Tampa is 18-2 and two after a loss since the start of the first round in 2020. That streak of 18 in a row ended in the Eastern Conference Final when they went down 0-2 to the New York Rangers, of course, but they did go on to reel off four straight wins. Hard to see that happening with Colorado here. Only five teams in NHL history have come back from down 0-2 in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, the Abs are a minus 600 favorite now, Tampa plus 450. Number three, Game three, obviously, coming up tonight. So what are the odds as the series shifts to Tampa? It's a virtual pick. I'm a little steam, though, coming in on the Lightning today. Total six, juiced under at minus 120. Despite games one and two, both going over with seven goals apiece. Colorado also a perfect 7-0 and on the road this postseason. But we know that home ice has been kind for the Lightning these playoffs. Seven straight wins since their opening round game three loss to Toronto. They've also been stingier defensively in that time on home ice, allowing 11 total goals uh, since that opening loss, the same number they've allowed now in the first two games against the Abs. Brayton points a game-time decision. He didn't take part in morning skate today. If he can't go, Riley Nash would draw back into the lineup. And for the Abs, Jared Bednar called Andre Burakovsky and Nazem Kadri day-to-day. Uh, neither officially ruled out tonight, but based on most reports, seems unlikely that they will go. Number four, Matt Ryan is getting glowing reviews out there in Indy so far. Speaking at OTAs, Colts head coach Frank Wright raving about the starting quarterback, saying Matt was unbelievable. Really, A to Z did everything right. Just great leadership, great play. It's unreal. The four-time Pro Bowler and former MVP in 2016, coming off a rough final season with the Falcons, in which he had his lowest pass yards in more than a decade, and his 20 touchdown passes tied for the second worst mark in his career. We'll see if he turns it around with a better supporting cast. 40 to 1 MVP odds for his first season out there in Indy. The Colts are minus 125 favorites to win the AFC South. 12 to 1 in the AFC and win total of nine and a half. Last thing here, a College World Series update for you. Texas A&M eliminated the betting favorite coming into Omaha, Texas. Yesterday in a 10-2 route, the Aggies will now turn their attention to an elimination game with fellow giant killer Notre Dame tomorrow morning. Uh, the Irish, of course, we know knocked off top overall seed Tennessee in the Super Regionals. Today, we have a game ongoing. Auburn leading Stanford 6-2 right now in the eighth inning. Auburn a plus 120 dog. This one's trending under the the 12, but who knows in college baseball. Tonight, an SEC battle in the winner's bracket as well at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern on ESPN. Ole Miss, minus 105 price at Arkansas, minus 115, total 10 and a half. Mississippi unbeaten in the tournament, but I kind of like the hogs and over tonight. TBD on any official plays there. And speaking of TBD on official plays, that's very much so how I feel about the Stanley Cup final game three coming up tonight. I feel like at this point, you couldn't pay me to feel confident on a side, if I am honest with you. The way that the first two games have gone, I feel like I'm slowly losing all of the success and cash that I had stocked on the Eastern and Western Conference Final. I bet those very well. And now games one and two have just been a little bit rough for me because I've continued to back Tampa. Game one, I had the... Uh, incorrect belief that Tampa would come out strong and take advantage of an avalanche team that just had nine days off and would be a little bit rusty, not have their legs behind them. Clearly, that was a mistake. And then game two thought that they would be poised for a bounce back spot. The way they rallied in game one to force overtime, um, Andre Vasilevsky, we know his numbers in game ones versus the rest of the series. And then he goes up and allows a seven spot in game two. So now as the series turns back to Tampa Bay, we're in Florida how to approach this game. So producer Steph got some trends for us. The trends, are they our friends or are they not? Um, whether or not they are. Let's see. Lightning have won 13 of their last 15 home games. Clearly trying to get me to back the Lightning again. 
Maybe third time's the charm. We shall see. Uh, they're seven and one in the postseason at home. Last loss came all the way back May 6th, game three against the Leafs, a 5-2 loss. And they've been perfect since, outscoring opponents 27-13 to in that time. So a plus 14 goal differential on home ice. It feels unimaginable to me personally that this team would get swept. Um, I-, I want the series to be a little bit longer. Um, I think more than likely of these two games, they'd have the better opportunity to win game one at home where you have a a group of guys and a goaltender that just got embarrassed. Steven Stamkos basically called the team out after the game two loss, called the performance unacceptable. Um, I get that an abs reverse puck line minus one and a half plus three. uh, plus 235 sounds real attractive. I'm just too on the fence. I do lean Tampa. I think that trend could be your friend. So let's hope to the good Lord, sweet baby Jesus, eight pounds, six ounce, newborn infant Jesus, that maybe the Tampa Bay Lightning can help us out. Uh, Stephen Samkos has scored in three straight Lightning home games. And I just told you, uh, Stammer really challenged his group and said that the standard with which they played last game was unacceptable. On the road this postseason, he only has two goals. But on home ice inside Amelie Arena, he's got seven, six in the last five in Tampa. Anytime goal plus 150 most books, plus 175 actually here at Circa, 12 to 1 for a first goal. I mean, why why not throw an anytime goal on Stammer? You're the team captain. You call out the group. Your goaltender, who's the best in the world, is struggling. So put the team on your back, score a goal, and get this thing off to the right start. Nathan McKinnon hasn't scored a first goal in seven straight games. He's the favorite to score first tonight, 10 to 1, anytime goal plus 130. He also uh, hasn't scored a goal yet this series, which is surprising. Two assists, but no goals. The goal scoring has been very distributed for for Colorado. And listen, him being the favorite in this department is not new. He always is, uh, largely because he's their best player and could go scorched earth at any moment. I just don't like how little value there is on this prop. I'd be more apt to go to his shots on goal prop over four and a half like I did the last couple games. He didn't get there last game, just had three. But he did four straight games prior to game two. So I might go back to that edge. Um... Another trend here that Steph has for us, the Avalanche have scored four or more goals in 11 of their last 12 games. Uh, They only haven't scored four or more this postseason in two games. So the over three and a half goals today, plus 165, a very attractive plus money price. How crazy a stat is that, by the way? But this Avs team is averaging 4.75 goals per game this postseason. They're on pace to be the most by any team in a single postseason since 95, just putting on a clinic. Um... Yeah, I think that's attractive. I just, I, it's hard for me to envision Andre Vasilevsky continuing at this brutal pace. Like these first couple games have been so uncharacteristic. He's not, he can't allow another three goals in a first period, right? Uh, we'll see. Um, Lightning have been held to three goals or less in eight of their last nine games. So their goal total set at three and a half for an individual team. Minus 180, though, to go under for that trend to be your friend. It's a little bit too much juice for me personally, but completely reasonable if you're of the belief that Tampa continues to struggle to get pucks on Darcy Kemper. He is a beatable netminder, but 16 shots on net ain't going to do it. And I'm very curious whether or not, uh, you know, this Tampa team can finally get some sustained zone time and, and shots. Is like, well, I don't know what's happening, but maybe on home ice, you get away from the altitude a little bit. Um, you, you show up and show out. All right. So th- those are just a few of the trends. We'll get into even more of them, though, later on in the hour when Jonathan Davis joins the show. We're going to take a step aside. But when we come back, Splitsville. So some Major League Baseball sides and, and totals that necessarily the handle and betting isn't adding up in the splits. Plus, the real stars of the show are sports betting Hall of Famers. Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo will join us live from the South Point. But as always, make sure you're heading to vcin.com and vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast because this show, My Guys in the Desert, as well as every other show on the network are available in podcast form for your download on your own time. Subscribe to My Guys in the Desert now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, 
There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for just $19 to get everything VEASAN has to offer. From now through the end of July, sign up today. You get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB articles, NFL preseason coverage, premium stories on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features our daily best bets, email, every edition of Point Spread, weekly use of our betting tools, and the live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is just $19. Become a subscriber today through July 31st, VEASAN.com slash Summer. Welcome back to my guys in the desert, Stormy Bon and Tony with you. We've got an abbreviated Major League Baseball slate coming up tonight, but still some really good games. And with that, some betting handle and ticket majorities that are on opposing sides. So today's edition of Splitsville, got three games we're going to look into here, starting with the Giants-Braves total sitting at eight. 65% of the handle is on the over, but 53% of bets with the under here. A good pitching matchup. Braves a significant uh, home favorite here. Max Freed on the hill and the better overall staff against Logan Webb. Freed has quality starts now in five of his last six at home, backed by a top three bullpen in baseball that's been even better the last two weeks with a 1-3-5 ERA. Giants 2-5-1 to the under their last six games. Braves bats weren't exactly teeing off against the Cubs this weekend, so I lean with the under eight in this one. Royals Angels total set at nine. 78% of the handle going with the over, but 60% of bets on the under. I'd prefer to bet the Angels or Angels run line in this spot personally, but I do give my edge to the under here as well. Angels looked really good in Seattle. Chris Bubich on the hill for Kansas City, who uh, I know makes this under a little bit risky feeling, but even if he struggles, Noah Syndergaard today, Thor on the other side, should shut down an already lackluster Royals lineup. Casey 5-1-1 one, one to the under. Their last seven is a road dog, by the way. And last one here, Cardinals Brewers run line. 60% of handle on Milwaukee, minus the run and a half, but 56% of bets taking the plus run and a half with St. Louis. If I'm honest, I was tempted to take the Cardinals money line at the press price. Press plus price, my goodness. Um, but I lean taking the, the plus one and a half here then. Miles Mikolas and Corbin Burns wasn't a pretty matchup for the Cardinals three weeks ago. I know Burns had one of his best games while Mikolas just got shelled. But since then, he's been significantly better where Burns has looked less effective, allowed 10 runs in his last three starts. So I'd rather back the Redbirds in the rematch myself. Uh, excited to welcome in, as we always do on a Monday, Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo, my guys at the South Point, expert odds makers, Hall of Fame, Merzin, the Sports Betting Hall of Fame. Uh, excited to welcome you guys in. I-, I know we still have the NHL Cup Final going on right now, but with the NBA in the rear view now, baseball's about to be the-, the bell of the ball here moving forward in the summer. Did you see a little bit of an uptick so far with the NBA all finished? NBA all finished. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Valid. We still do have the draft upcoming. You're not wrong. And drama. Plenty of drama. (laughs) It was a a good NBA uh, whole series for us, kid. Uh, Everything landed good, especially at the end. Um, By the uh, Golden State team, winning by six games was really helpful. We had a lot of money on the Celtics with those propositions. and, And naturally, when it came down to it, for us, uh, when the Warriors won it, and they won it in six games, was a pretty big pick pickup for the South Point. 
Yeah, Stormy. I mean, uh, the NBA Finals, they were good. It was the matchup that really created uh, the most business. Uh, you know, I think uh, when you consider, uh, you know, nothing against Miami, but it was probably worth, uh, depending on location, uh, at least 10, maybe as much as 20% more. And we got six games out of it. So now that it's done, uh, certainly uh, the focus, more focus on the Stanley Cup Finals, which, my, God, my goodness, right now it's, it's looking like an avalanche. Uh, no pun intended, but, uh, uh, you know, if, if we can get uh, – if the Lightning can win a game tonight and stretch this thing out, then obviously from our perspective, uh, much better for business. Um, and uh, you know what? Uh, we need uh, – they, uh, they bet the Lightning in the futures, uh, Jimmy, yeah. uh, in the series price for this, uh, for this one. You know, young lady, sometimes when you look at these futures, when you see them start, say, oh, my goodness, they need such and such a team. And then, like, after we're all done and we say we did good with it, and then I say, well, geez, you guys told us it was all the money was on the favorite. But what happened here, and it happens more frequently than people think, it's like the last rush, the last rush was on the dog mm-hmm. here, which makes us obviously 2-0. Uh, it's in pretty good shape. I think we're about 8-1 to now to win the series from here. So sometimes what you see is not really what it is. Yeah, and sometimes you see those as a better, those plus money prices at a team that's been there before and knows what they're doing. Uh, it gets a little bit more attractive, but you're right, Vinny. It's been an avalanche, an avalanche of goals, 7 nothing for game two for Colorado, which just insane the speed with which those guys play. But still, the totals are just barely ticking over. I, I was surprised a little bit that the Avs weren't a, a bigger favorite coming into this game today based on the way the first two games have played out, and that total has stayed pretty firm at six for you guys. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that, Storm, but I think what, what folks are looking at right now, money is shown for the Lightning today because it is a must game for them, let's face it. I yeah. mean, we open the game, pick them, and, and really pick them based on what happened, uh, you know, the overtime win in game one, but the, the dominance in game two in a 7 nothing just, you know, shelling. I think that – so that caused us to say, you know what, this team, he's, he's, they're capable of, of, uh, of sweeping here or at least, uh, you know, winning uh, maybe in five or six. But the thing about it is uh, the betters have sided with the Lightning so far. They're now a $1.20 favorite. But to your point about the total, not only is it six, it's still holding steady at six under. So I suspect that as we get closer to puck drop this evening, there'll be some money coming in on, on the over. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, you don't want to overreact on our side of the counter. It's not something that, you know, you're just going to – you can't take just one game and say, wow, you know, that's, you know, that's just the case. I mean, obviously game one in overtime went to – had seven goals uh, as well. But uh, we'll see if, uh, if we need to make an adjustment. Tonight's, uh, tonight's game is going to tell that, uh, that story. Yeah, it's interesting. I know a lot more bets will come in closer to puck drop. Uh, I want to talk a little U.S. Open results yesterday. Matt Fitzpatrick uh, getting the win for his first career major title. Pretty long odds coming into this thing, but I think we all thought that there was going to be a playoff late, and then he pulls off the win. What did you guys make of everything? Well, uh, a little inside telling you outsiders what it's all about with the futures like that. Every time we have a future bet on something, it's good. I wish we had more for the year simply because, like, always remember, there's only one winner and a million losers. Mm -hmm. Uh, In that situation yesterday, Mm -hmm. we really – the only – the kids, the two kids come in second. They could have hurt us a little bit, but uh, I think we end up winning twenty thousand for the whole thing. But not that it's a lot of money, but what it is, a lot of tickets spread around. We really couldn't get hurt much. We could pick up uh, a few dollars plus. I tell you what, the the U.S. Open did for us yesterday. Nobody got out of their freaking chair. I mean, they yeah. stayed here the whole day, <laughs> which. From a casino standpoint, that's what you want. So we won some money. We had a good time, and truly, it was like uh, it was like going to a show. You know, Stormy, uh, you mentioned uh, Fitzpatrick at a nice price, uh, forty to one uh, uh, is what we opened them here, and it might have been a little bit higher in some spots, maybe a little lower. But when you think about a forty to one shot that comes in. All four guys, and I'm talking about McElroy, who was uh, was obviously he was a favorite. He got a lot of attention. He wound up uh, going off as the favorite here at South Point at eight to one. Uh, but Scheffler, he got some attention. Uh, went uh, he went uh, off at second choice at ten to one, and then uh, Zalatoris, another heartbreak for him. Uh, he was at thirty to one and closed at twenty one. There was some exposure, as Jimmy indicated, on both. Uh, uh, Scheffler 
and on uh, Zalatoris. But the result was good, uh, even though there was uh, money that came in on Fitzpatrick. It was just a matter that uh, the other guys got some more attention. But uh, Jimmy hit it on the head. Uh, when you have that kind of excitement, and it came down to basically the last stroke, the last mm-hmm. putt to determine it, uh, kept the crowd in their seats. And again, U.S. Open dis- didn't disappoint. It's second only to the Masters in terms of the four majors. And again, in order of handle, Masters number one, U.S. Open number two, uh, was the British by itself and then the PGA, but now with the PGA moved up into May uh, and not going up against football, it's right up, uh, right up there with, uh, with the British mm-hmm. Open now. And you know what, uh, also, young lady, it's, it's very simple. When, you, when you're behind the counter all these years and you look out, every time somebody made a putt, missed a putt or whatever, it was like an NFL game. They were up <laughs> cheering. I mean, on every conceivable you know, play that was. So once again, that shows how strong some yep. of these events can be. Absolutely. Really, really cool. Now, listen, you guys have been in this racket, as you call it, uh, Vinny and Jimmy, a really long time. And I'm curious, <laughs> this summer, What's what's the difference for a summer for a book maker now with with dip, the big major sports winding down for the most part compared to when you guys first started in this thing? Am I first? Go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I meant it in a good way, Jimmy. Come back. Stormy. <laughs> for anyone Stormy, just listening, he walked off you. the set. Well, he gets well, he gets reconnected. <laughs> We used to be off for the summer. We had, you know, it, it's amazing. You know, there were two times of the year where you could really set your clock when you would see uh, see us uh, behind the counter. The first after the Super Bowl, we we you know February was was a, a lot of vacation time, and then you know July, June, and July after the because don't forget when we got into this racket, uh, the NBA and the uh, NHL finals were done in May, so. But now, Jimmy, we got to look ahead. We got to do football. We have more football work to do, and of course, hockey. We have uh, what two and a half months. We'll be kicking off, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Love you to death. Please don't hate me. I meant it in the best way. Don't leave the set again, Jimmy. Don't do that to me. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, mic drop. <laughs> Mike, for real. It was like headset drop. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later next week. Oh, he maybe he couldn't hear me. Maybe that's what happened. Uh, we'll be back on My Guys in the Desert in just a little bit. That's Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point. Great guys. Freddie Coleman of ESPN Radio coming up next. To my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here on My Guys in the Desert, this segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free, made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn's available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six for even more enjoyment. It's simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com, that's ZYN.com, to learn more and find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. Zinn nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and up who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bond and Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas. And just like Jimmy and Vinny talked about before we went to break, the summertime is a time to look ahead for the NFL season. And I'm targeting something a little different in our long shot spotlight, a team that was let's call a spade a spade. They were bad last year, but I'm not looking to fade them coming into 2022-23. I am targeting the Detroit Lions to make the playoffs, to go over their season win total at six and a half. They're four to one to make the postseason, and this just feels very real to me. Detroit has the fifth easiest schedule next season, according to strength of schedule metrics, coming off a year in which, yes, they only won three games, but it was a rebuilding year. New GM, new coach, injuries. They were also, just extremely unlucky. Lost six one-possession games, seven games by eight points or fewer, and all three of their wins came in the last six games of the season, which tells me they started to figure things out. The buy-in was there for Dan Campbell. I know Jared Goff isn't going to wow you, but when Jameson Williams becomes available, he's going to bring some elite receiving skills to that offense. They got their guy in the draft defensively, bringing in Aiden Hutchison. I think there's more to like than not with Detroit. 
Cue that as, you know, things that you're not accustomed to hearing. <laughs> Let's see if our guest thinks I'm taking crazy pills or not. Freddie Coleman, as we welcome him in, host of Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio, at Coleman ESPN. Hope you had a great Father's Day, and I hope I'm not bringing you down too much by hyping up the Lions. Oh, no, I had a great Father's Day, and thank you for those kind wishes, Stormy. And I hear what you're saying about the Detroit Lions, but I've also been a big believer. When you start to get people's attention, then how are you going to handle that? Because the Detroit Lions have gotten a lot of love in the offseason because everybody loves the way that Dan Campbell coaches them. I think the big question mark is, can Jared Goff really help this team take that next step up to make you look like a profit test by the time the season <laughs> is over with? So I think that's the whole key there. If Jared Goff can play a little bit better and not make those kind of mistakes, even though, like you said perfectly, that he's not going to wow anybody, then maybe just maybe the Detroit Lions can do a little something, something above and beyond what we saw from them in Dan Campbell's first year last year. Is there any team for you going into the 2022-23 season that you feel maybe is poised for to exceeding expectations? There are a lot of teams last year that had a down year that could have a bounce back coming into the season. Man, the NFL is such a second-by-second league, Stormy, that you can be page one headlines one year, and then the next year injuries can take apart what you were able to do, like the Baltimore Ravens, and then all of a sudden you're out of the race and mm-hmm. people are wondering about what you're going to do. I think the one team I'm going to circle, and I, and I say this very, very cautiously, is the New York Giants, and a lot of that has to do with their quarterback, Daniel Jones. But I think Brian Dable has really done a great job already establishing a culture that you're going to need to win. And in the NFC East, we've seen that before, that that can be a winnable division. It doesn't matter if you're the Cowboys or Washington or Philadelphia. I could see a Giants team maybe playing a little bit better if Daniel Jones can play up to his talent level, not saying quarterback level, some athletic level, and the defense plays a little bit. Maybe they can steal some games early, get a little confidence, and confidence is always dangerous when you have it and dangerous when you don't. So I got that team circled because I'm a big Brian Dable fan, and I think he's going to be a really good coach in the National Football League. Well, and the Giants are one team like many, I think, that a lot comes down to what you have at quarterback and if somebody can play up to their talent potential. And ESPN's Jeremy Fowler put out an article last week that was surveying a lot of NFL executives, scouts, and coaches, ranking the second-year quarterback. So these young QBs coming into their sophomore year in the NFL, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Zach Wilson's, Trey mm-hmm. Lance's of the world. Um, I, I'm curious for you, which of them is potentially in the making to have their team have a lift coming into this year? Because uh, those those QBs for the most part, didn't exactly have the most stellar freshman rookie years. Well, I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence because of two reasons. One, addition by subtraction, now that Urban Meyer is no longer part of our NFL lives. That's mm-hmm. going to be the best thing that's going to happen for him because that guy is just a bad coach and at times a bad human being. So you erase that stench from your organization if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, number one. And number two, they bring in a quarterback whisper when it comes to Doug Peterson, their head coach, Stormy. Because if you can win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, you can coach quarterbacks. And there's no doubt about that. He had Carson Wentz playing at an MVP level before he tore his ACL, and they still won a Super Bowl that year. So having Doug Peterson in his corner is going to be the best thing for Trevor Lawrence because I believe talent for talent, there's nobody in the second-year quarterback class that has more talent than him that can throw the football, make those in the run, make those wild plays. But now he's going to have the right kind of coaching that's only going to be a boon to him more than anything else. And that team really rallied around Trevor Lawrence because they saw that everybody was dealing with it, but he showed his leadership skills in addition to his athletic ability and his quarterback ability. I think that's the guy that's going to make a huge jump, which shouldn't be unexpected. Mm-hmm. But after what he had a chance to go through last year in his rookie season, a lot of it did not include him. This is only going to be a breath of fresh air for him having a guy that knows how to coach in the NFL when it comes to Doug Peterson. And I think that's such a, the just the first sentence that you said there talking about removing the stench of Urban Meyer uh, on and off the field those issues were so prevalent and I think it is exciting to see the potential of a guy who was your top overall pick a year ago and what he's able to do building some chemistry not only with his teammates but with a coaching staff and Zach Wilson was another guy who just had a really poor year last year for the Jets three and ten with the league's worst completion percentage of full-time starters suffered an injury and you hear a lot of those naysayers who didn't believe in him coming out of BYU feeling vindicated but I do think he settled down a bit later on in the year the Jets are another one of those teams that have garnered a lot of, of respect and people talking about them for what they did in the draft and what they did this offseason. Is he somebody, too, who you think could elevate his game? 
the one thing he's going to have to do to do that, Stormy, is that you got to make those layups. I know he can hit those Steph Curry, Clay Thompson three-point shots. I know he's got the arm strength to do that. But you can't be throwing bounce passes in front of wide receivers and tight ends on third and four and third and fives, and now you're not able to stack first downs and keep first drives and keep first downs and also get a rhythm for your offense. So if we're having the same conversation, Stormy, about Zach Wilson in December, then you have to have a lot of cause from concern if you're the New York Jets. So that's the one thing I want to see. I know they're going to make sure the spin doctors are going to be out there saying he's looked a lot better at training camp. Well, I certainly hope so if you are a New York <laughs> Jets fan. But if you're Zach Wilson, it can't just be about a wild throw every quarter or every other quarter. you got to be able to compete, though, complete those passes. And if you're not able to consistently do that, then guess what happens? Then your offense loses confidence in you, and then the defense will really lose confidence in you thinking, man, we got to pitch shutouts practically to make up for the faults of our quarterback. So I can't wait to see that doing the big things are great and making those wild throws. But if you don't take care of the little things, those little things can lead into big things, and that won't be good for Zach Wilson, the Jets' offense, and the New York Jets. Absolutely. Uh, Mac Jones was probably the the rookie quarterback last year that garnered the most positive uh, reinforcement and, and accolades throughout the course of the year. No more Josh McDaniels, though, as his former OC is now in Vegas as the Raiders head coach. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, both offensive coaches, but no offensive play caller still to be determined. How much will that impact his second season, you think? I think it will impact if Matt Patricia takes it over because that's one guy would not trust to be in charge of a quarterback around the Patriots. Not that Joe Judge is any great light either, but I trust he'll have more of the players' understanding of how to make that work. And I wonder also this, Stormy, no matter who's calling the plays, are they going to let Mac Jones extend himself a little bit? Because I think they really put the right kind of game plan around him. But there were a couple of times where he could have turned the ball loose down the field, but that was not the Patriots. That was not going to be the Patriot way last year. I wonder if they're going to let him extend the intermediate throws to the deeper throws and not just dink and dunk and do the screens and hit the tight ends. At a certain point, defenses were able to squeeze those routes. And we saw how they really, really affect him in that playoff game against the Buffalo Bills and even in the second meeting against Buffalo. If you're going to really have that defense back off a little bit, you got to give them a reason to do that. And I want to see the pages are going to do that, that if a one-on-one coverage is down the field, if they're going to let Mac Jones turn it loose and have that trust in him in his second year. Because at a certain point, you can scheme people for a game or two, Stormy, but you can't scheme people win the championship if you don't have enough dudes that can make big plays in that offense for the Patriots. Patriots win total set at eight and a half, five to one shot to win the division. Now, Trey Lance, personally, I, I am a 49ers fan, so I have a lot of feelings here, but he theoretically <laughs> has the best environment for success uh, ahead of any of these second year quarterbacks, you would think, but he's also had very limited experience and you don't know what you're going to get necessarily with him. What do you think of, of Trey Lance and the 49ers going into next season? Well, whatever belief they have in him, they were willing to move on from a Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback that won more than two to one in terms of ratio to games, wins and losses in his NFL career. And it wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo's fault that they blew a 10 point lead in that fourth quarter on the road against the Rams. The defense had a lot to do with that and give the Rams a lot of credit for making plays as well. So if you have that kind of belief in Trey Lance that he can be better than a guy who got you to two NFC championship games then you're exactly right, Stormy. He's in the best possible situation. With Kyle Shanahan, one of the best play callers in the National Football League, you got a Debo Sam that's just going to play wide receiver out there for them. He won't have to be that Swiss Army knife. That running game will be more than enough to help out Trey Lance, and he'll help the running game as well. So, yeah, that unknown factor is there. But the fact he's with the San Francisco 49ers and not starting with a new head coach, that's going to be a benefit for Trey Lance. Freddie, I have so many more questions, but not enough time. Really appreciate you today. My pleasure, Stormy. We'll talk to you soon. That's Freddie Coleman. Make sure you check him out tonight on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio Sirius XM. When we come back, all things stick and puck. Stanley Cup final. Jonathan Davis of NHL Network Radio will join us on set to break down game three. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. Wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert, live from Circa Sportsbook. And so excited to be welcomed in studio <laughs> for the first time on My Guys in the Desert, Jonathan Davis of NHL Network Radio on Sirius XM. So excited to have you in the flesh. Oh, it's awesome. This is great. Great. It's been unbelievable. This has been, I mean, it's been three days here. It feels like yeah. about 10 in a good way, but it's this, if you haven't come here, you need to. It's this cir- circa is unbelievable. Biggest sports book in the world and best in the world, in my opinion. And yeah. you have not only been broadcasting Ice Cap, your post game show from down there in the sports book, but making the rounds all around circa. You got yeah. Barry's Downtown Prime last oh, night. That was awesome. What was your favorite thing? What'd you get? Okay, 24 ounce uh, T bone. Way uh, to be. Yeah, I mean, go big or go home, right? I couldn't do the 40s. I'm just not that, <laughs> that capable. But yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it was just, it was a phenomenal experience. Stadium swim. Oh my God. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I had a chance to meet Derek Stevens today, which was fantastic. And just at, getting the whole concept of, from him. Mm-hmm. You know, he said to me, he goes, I needed to have a place where I could watch a game on a big screen, not like this little screen and hoping it was the game that I wanted to watch. And my wife, you know, loves music, so it was the best combination. It is. It's unbelievable. And I will give major credit to Derek's wife because she does coordinate all the music yeah. here for Circa, and I am bopping into work every single day, <laughs> like rocking out in the garage all the way to the studio. She does a great job. Um, we got to talk, of course, Stanley Cup Final. Game three coming up tonight. The Colorado Avalanche have looked like an absolute buzzsaw, especially last game with that 7 nothing win. And as somebody who bet the under in game two, not exactly thrilled that that you pitch a shutout and still lose because they scored seven goals stormy i was in here with greg peterson on saturday night and i was praying at five like even when it got to six i'm like okay still got to push still got to push yeah i mean it was a demolition it was an absolute demolition in in game two and unlike you know like the ranger series i didn't like i felt like tampa really wasn't out of it i think they're i I just you do I mean, look, they, they're back on home ice, so maybe that, you know, different atmosphere, not in the thin air, maybe it changes things, but a lot's got to change for Tampa. A lot has to, and uh, especially just offensive zone time and pucks on net. They haven't challenged Darcy Kemper no. next to it all. Just 16 shots on goal uh, there in game two. Looking at some of the prices, though, moving forward, if you think Tampa's yeah. out of it, 
Abs to sweep right now, plus 250. Abs in five, plus 220. Uh, any of those that you fancy? Well, look, for a guy who's got Colorado at five to one to win the cup. You're no, good. I'm good. <laughs> You're I'm good. good. But, you know, look, if, if you if you like Colorado, sure. I mean, it's a better price than than having to take, a, you know, the, the full series price. So, yeah. Um, or maybe you want to, you know, look, you know, Kale McCarr, what, he's now minus 200, minus 180. I think, you know, for for uh, Smythe, I mean, again, not bragging. I got him at 5-1, to one, not as good as our good man Andy McNeil, who has him at 13-1. Yep. to one, But, you know, maybe that's another way to go uh, because... Yeah, minus a $2 favorite right now for Kale yeah. McCarr. You know, now Nachushkin at 20-1, to one, if he keeps yeah. this up, I mean, I think it's Kale McCarr's trophy to win. But, you know, if you want some value, maybe Nachushkin at 20-1. to 1. Power play goal and a shorthanded goal for a defenseman doesn't happen every day. So pretty no, pretty darn cool to see what he's been able to accomplish here early in this set already. And you said you, earlier today, when you were odds on, on odds on with uh, Mike Palm and Josh Towers, you said you were pretty stunned to see the line at what it was and the yeah. total at what it was tonight. Why? We've seen seven goals, you know, in, what, in, in both games. And I was looking through some of the numbers and Colorado has hit six goals. We've seen them hit at least six in the majority of their playoff games. So I, I don't like six and a half to me, I think it's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't believe it got down to five and a half. I think at six, you get a, you're, you're, you're going to get a push, as I said, on, on, on odds on at, at the very worst. Colorado scores, what, over four mm-hmm. goals a game? I just don't see how Tampa slows them down. Does this series to you feel a little bit reminiscent of what Tampa did to Montreal last year? The way they kind of, and I know very different styles of teams and Montreal fortunate to be there, whereas Tampa was very deserving of winning the Eastern Conference and is a two-time defending champ. Different from that standpoint, but the way they won those games. Yeah, I just, I guess I'm just more shocked. I wasn't shocked (laughs) what happened with Montreal. I'm shocked to see the two-time defending champions in this situation. The perceived advantage for uh, Tampa coming in was Andre Vasilevsky yeah. in net. Um, do you think that he gets a little bit sharper tonight, or is Colorado's offense just too much to overpower? Well, I mean, he's got to figure out a way to stop goals on the blocker side. Uh, if he can't, then then that's a problem. They have targeted yeah. that weakness pretty <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> right. You know, so <sighs> Tampa just has to defend better. And the concern that I have, though, is that the guys that have been so effective for Tampa, Victor Hedman, even Mikhail Sergachev and Eric Chernak, three guys to me, and well, and Ryan McDonough. I mean, really, this decor, they just look a step behind. Mm-hmm. They're chasing the game. So you talked about the 16 shots on goal that they were limited to. Stormy, they only had 30 attempts at the net. Yeah. You know, they're just not touching the puck. So I know you have a couple props that we'll get to in yeah. a moment, but from a goaltending perspective, Darcy Kemper, uh, 20, he hasn't had more than 27 saves in 10 of his last 12 postseason games. Yeah. Uh, the total set at 27 and a half saves. And we're talking about Tampa not being able to get a lot of pucks on him to begin with. Is that worth an under? It seems like it would be a good way to go. Uh, I'm surprised it's that high. I mean, what, it was 23 shots in game one, mm-hmm. 16 in game two. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, because Colorado's defense, you know, we talked about... And it's about, only minus 115, so yeah. you'd think it'd be a little higher than that, but... I, I, well, it's kind of like, again, the total. Like, I'm I'm baffled. Like, what what does, you know, Jeff Davis here and Chris Andrews and all these guys know that we don't? Like, right. They're, they're pretty, like, they're not into losing money here. But I, I don't know. I, yes, I would lean towards the under. Andre Vasilevsky at 32 and a half, so uh, obviously a much higher number, but yeah. the Avs don't necessarily look like a team that's going to let their foot off the gas pedal. And even last game, I know they didn't hit the above the 30 shot on goal mark, yeah. but they had 23 in two periods and right. they ended up winning by seven goals. So they didn't really need to. Right. And, you know, for a person who had Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal and Stormy, I went back, I was pretty, going to the third period, he actually had four. They took one away. I was really bummed. So, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I think like I, I, you know, I think the 32 and a half Mm, not not you know that's not so bad okay yeah I, I definitely lean under and I have been tempted on it uh, mm-hmm. over excuse me and I'm tempted on it with the minus 105 price there for yeah. sure uh, are you back to the well on Nathan McKinnon over oh, four I'm and a half back to the well on Nathan McKinnon over four and have a half. to right yeah for the last five games he's hit this number yeah I, I, I think so I, I just he's too good he's no. too good 
Yeah, and like you said, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. And I mean, that's why when we've talked about this in the past, I'm always like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's just take it because you're, you're dead on. Uh, prior to missing the mark last game, four straight that he did hit it, yeah. 10 in this postseason that he's got above that mark. Many a time he's gone seven or eight. So yeah. um, if, if you're going to continue to win these games, you need your best player, arguably, to be your best player. And Absolutely. so I think he continues to do that. Anything else you like tonight? I mean, goal in the first 930. I mean, we, you know, if they, I, I'm surprised you don't. We I'm seen jealous it. you get 9.30, though, yeah. instead of 10 for some of these numbers. Because obviously, if you want the over, you want it one way, under another way. Sure. But that 9.30 is attractive. I'm jealous we only get 10s here. Yeah, so not, well, yeah. So, But no goal in the first 10. I, I'd rather have the extra. Yeah, third. for this case. Yeah, sure, usually I'm picking a, no goal no first 10, no but goal. yes. Yeah, I mean, and you have to you have to look at Val Nichushkin, I guess. You know, there's another one. I mean, I just all he does is score lately and mm -hmm. so that may be another one whether you want to take an assist prop or even an anytime goal prop with the way he's going that's that's another way to look yeah he's just been firing i was looking into uh when i saw that you liked the goal in the first 9 30 today just some yeah. of the numbers behind it obviously both games to this point we've seen two goals oh, right. in the first 9 30 um but this bet's hit in 12 of 16 avs games this postseason Pretty juicy, huh? Yeah. How can you not? How can you not? And like, I didn't even realize it was to that extent. Right. And I just went through every single game and I go, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Well, insane, including five of the last six, mind you. Right. So if you're, if you're hitting anything at 75%, you, how could like, yeah, I'm having such a hard time betting the series. I said off the very yeah. top of the show that I, I just keep betting Tampa. I keep betting because the first situational spot seemed like, hey, maybe it would be there. I'm like, oh, they rallied in a bounce back role for Tampa. That's what they sure. do. Go, nope, not yeah. again. They just get crushed. Yeah. So game three at home ice, they have home ice advantage where they've been very good. But then Colorado's been better on the road than they have at home. I cannot bet a side. It's too hard. Yeah, I, it is. And as I said, you know, having Colorado at five to one to win the cup, I'm done. Like I'm done on, on, on touching the sides. I'm, you know, it's easy to cheer for goals, right? We can always, yes. and cheering for overs is always a lot of fun. Any interest? We only have like 20 seconds left, but team totals. Did you like any of, did you like Av's team total? I'm not. Staying away. <laughs> Just get to six. Just get to Just six. Just get to six. Yeah. Don't blame you at all. Uh, yeah. We'll have fun broadcasting tonight. Again, Thank make you. sure you check out Ice Cap after the game on NHL Network Radio on Sirius XM. Jonathan does a great job recapping the game and looking ahead to the next one. Hopefully we get a long series, Jonathan. I hope so. I hope. I hope. Maybe I'll, just a little longer <laughs> than four. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Anyways, enjoy <laughs> game three tonight. Uh, coming up, Danny Burke and Rush Hour. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.